This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google profitability-movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. Back in the 1920s, most of the secretaries were male. Then the secretarial industry shifted to now being predominantly female. So if guys could be secretaries, women can be techs. It will take a similar shift. What are the opportunities for women in our industry? Where can they go for support? My guest today, Colleen Keyworth, is president of Women in HVACR, an organization that supports women, whether they are field, office, sales, or owners. In terms of full disclosure, I started this organization back in 2002. Colleen, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's, it's, it's really fun. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun for me because when um, Gwen Hosnick and I were sitting at the Regency having breakfast together at AHR in Chicago, complaining about no women in the industry back in 2000, I guess it was 2001. Um, <laughs> we never expected, I mean, the organization has grown to what, 600, 700 members now? Yep. So cool. That was fun. <laughs> it's about 600. So women HVACR now uh, from where you founded it. And I think it was the launch date was what, 2002? I think so. Yeah. Um, and now, so when I joined, I joined in like 2015 and it was about hundred members and there was maybe um, like a couple events that we would go to, but we would, we would hang on to comfort tech and do our meeting with them. Um, now <laughs> yeah. it's roughly 700 consistent paid members through the year because it's an annual membership. But then our platform alone, just for just our distribution list and everything like that is about 5,000 people. Um, yeah. consistently. And so that's the mailing list that we have and, and what we use for our following and our social media and stuff too. It's, it's massive. Yeah. And it doesn't only have to be women. Okay. So no. for you guys out there, don't turn off this podcast. We have a lot of guys, a lot of men who support the women in the industry. So it's not, you know, we had men at the annual conference. And so it's not women only. We, it's open to men and women, but, but we do support women. Correct. The main goal is, is, is definitely uh, encouraging more women in the industry. But honestly, I tell people this all the time because people are always like, well, is it just like the, the female group and like, you know, the she woman man haters club? And it's not that at all. Nah. Um, in fact, some of my greatest mentors in this industry are men. And I know that goes for a lot of my counterparts as well. And so we have a lot of amazing uh, male individuals who have come alongside of us and partnered with us and even become speakers and mentors and and, and cohorts just to even just get recruiting and retention of women in this industry. Yep. And it's, it really is. I mean, there are techs who are, are part of the organization. There are um, installation or installers, whatever you want to call them, journeymen, whatever, salespeople, distributors, manufacturers, owners. Who am I missing? <laughs> um, well, we have uh, manufacturers reps, you have technicians, owners, uh, distributors, manufacturers, CEOs, office managers, sales representatives. I mean, it's, I love the fact that this organization speaks to all facets of the industry. Um, you have so many different conferences you go to and groups that you belong in that are very niche. 
And the thing about women in HVACR is it encompasses everybody. So it really gives you some very unique networking opportunities. Yeah. I want to talk about, if this is okay with you, one of my favorite topics, which is the scholarship part of this. So you want to talk about scholarship? Absolutely. Go for it. All right, so the Women in HVAC scholarships have had quite a journey and we're still evolving. Um, when I joined, we were giving, I believe, $1,000 scholarships and we had two of them and they were for um, not only um, uh, technical schools or technician-based scholarships, but they are also for bachelor's degrees as well. And we have a, a GPA requirement and an essay um, that you have to write to, to partake in our scholarships or even be considered. And a part of that kind of grew massively when we started getting sponsorship and more membership. So as soon as we started changing the way we were, um, we were presented and we started collecting more members and more sponsors and attaching to more events, we were able to grow our, our scholarship program immensely. So we have increased that now to $2,000, multiple $2,000 scholarships. But now this year, we're actually looking at increasing that again. Obviously the cost of things for school and even for the technical college or just the real realities of where we're at as a nation in inflation, um, costs have gone up dramatically. And we wanna make sure that our scholarships are meeting that need. And we have been beyond blessed with so much different support for this. And since this was one of our major pillars, we will be increasing the amounts this year and not only the amount given, but the amounts. On average, we receive about 40 applications a year. We hope to kick that up a notch and, and, and receive more. Um, it's kind of one of those things that based on the year and how many we receive, it kind of determines how many we'll give out. But our goal is usually to give out about five. Last year, we gave away three or four. I can't, I, I know the year before that we had seven. Seven, um, yeah. It's just kind of like, Feel like 2020 sometimes messes things up because you're like wait a minute there was that one year in there <laughs> it's called covid yeah <laughs> <laughs> minor detail right <laughs> minor detail it just threw us for a loop we had a massive conference in boston in 2019 and it was it was probably one of our, our best yet and then coming off of 2019 with so much momentum and just crashing so hard into 2020 was something that uh that took us by surprise obviously and we had to do some major reorganization but we did a virtual conference that was very well attended um we kept it very personal and very light especially after everybody was so sick of being on zoom and that was really successful too but then we did the beach in tampa um this past year and that was something that was completely different very much more like a vacation than a conference in some senses being on the sand but uh that was a, that was our record breaking 260 attendees it was yep. crazy well and and colleen was is not kidding about being on the sand we were in the tent on the beach <laughs> looking at the water yes presenters looked beach. at us and we looked at the presenter sort of and looked at the water <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, scholarship is something that um, I've believed in since day one, the, the organization has believed in since day one, and that's one of the major pillars. So we look, Cutling, you know, we talk about women, women who are in tech school or, or whatever else it is. So there is an application process, um, they write an essay, and there is a GPA requirement still, correct? Yes. So cool. But anyway, we we're, if somebody's interested in applying for the scholarship or telling somebody about it, where do they go to get more info on that? So our website, womeninhvacr.org, um, and actually scholarships right on the main page, but 
if you're interested, it's actually womeninhvacr.org slash scholarships will bring you right to the page. So we have two different types of scholarships. We have our technical college or trade school scholarship, which is scholarship A, and our scholarship B, which is our secondary one, which is our bachelor's degree program and four-year college. Both of them have um, different GPA requirements and they have an uh, uh, they also have an essay. So the essay has minimum 500 words. You kind of want to explain to us what motivated you to seek a career in the industry, discuss your long-term professional goals, describe how your a career in HVACR will provide a positive impact on your professional goals. Um, there's a bunch of different things that you can um, explain in the essay. We have gotten some majorly um, inspirational essays from so many different people over the years. And I talk about scholarships quite a bit because it's kind of where the rubber hits the road a lot with this organization. We do a lot with networking, retention, and definitely recruiting, but the scholarships, when we get to meet these women and hear their stories and get context or even just transparency into what a day in the life is, it's so meaningful. And it really just kind of puts everything into perspective. And it's been probably one of my favorite parts of being in the organization. Mine too. All right. When we get back, we're going to continue with another part, another pillar of women in HVACR. So thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We will be right back. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronan the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy-to-read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronan the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R-O-N-A-N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm speaking with Colleen Keyworth, who is the president of Women in HVACR this year and has been a part of the organization since 2015, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And before the break, we talked about scholarship. I also want to talk about another pillar, which is really important to us, is mentorship. And mentors don't have to be women, correct? Correct. We have so a couple of mentors that are, are men. Um, and men, uh, the mentees are generally women, I would say, in, in our group. But like the mentors are, are, are varied. So, yeah, I mean, cool. so we so the process is match, you know, somebody volunteers and said, I want to be a mentor and somebody volunteers and says, I want to, well, raises their hand and says, I want to be a mentee. So <laughs> how, how do we match mentor versus or best mentor with best mentee? So for the mentorship program for women HVACR, if you're interested in getting involved again, as a virtual organization, our website is the hub for all of our activity and all of our programs and offerings. WomeninHVACR.org slash mentorship will bring you to our mentor page. You can actually um, become a mentor or become a mentee. There's two options once you get to that page and you can learn about the mentorship program additionally. If you're looking for uh, somebody to just kind of come alongside you, um, give you kind of a sounding board that can say, hey, I've been there, I've, I've navigated this before, I can give you professional advice, um, you know, I can show you different coping strategies with different things, or even just recommend the best strategy for something that you're facing. Um, a mentor is something that that makes a huge difference in your career and your success. I mean, just having that knowledge base. And so we do 
of uh, as best we can anyway. And we have about, I believe, 116 successful matches right now um, of mentor-mentee relationships. A lot of mentees, and we need actually more mentors. Uh, a lot of it has to do with matching people gets into, um, you know, where they're located, what sector of the industry they're in, uh, personal interests as far as hobbies. We try to match people up based on some, some generic matchmakers um, as far as common interests and stuff, and then, of course, location. But in general, a lot of, a lot of mentors and mentees in, in a lot of our cases will actually meet at our events and, and kind of form relationships, too. But we do have a matching program, and we do some introductions um, via the organization as well. But we are short on mentors. Um, it is one of those things that I had to bring myself into the realm of that I, I still have many, many mentors. But for me to be a mentor was something I had to change my my take on things and be like, all right, I do have something to offer to people. And I think I challenge a lot of people that think that they're probably not good enough to be a mentor. Like you probably know a lot more than you think. I mean, nobody has ever really arrived anywhere. I still have many mentors. I've been blessed with uh, um, uh, such a varied amount of women that are amazing that have helped me in my career. And now I have a lot of that knowledge to share. And so I have two mentees that I have right now. I mean, so it's kind of a mindset change. So I challenge anybody out there to kind of consider becoming a mentor. It is ridiculously rewarding and you have a lot more to share and offer than you think. And you don't have to be in the same geographic location. No. My no. mentee's in Chicago and I'm in Atlanta. No, we try to get people close when, when we can, <laughs> you know, it does, but you don't have to be in the same location. You just have you to really, phone call away. Phone call or Zoom. Yes. Or, or Zoom. I mean, we do it both ways. Yeah. Um, I made my mentee present to me over Zoom. Nice. <laughs> I, I figure anybody being your mentee would definitely have to <laughs> go through everything. Yep, absolutely. She's in sales and she wants to do things. So I said, there okay, present, present to me. And I gave her some really positive feedback and she took it and it worked. So that was the cool part about it. I've so had that, my mentors watch me speak in public and stuff and have had to do the same thing. So, yep. Absolutely. It's part of the deal. All right. So women in HVACR, you're going to be at AHR in Las Vegas, correct? Yes. This air is going to air after AHR. So we should, probably shouldn't talk about AHR. Oh. Um, hopefully we saw some <laughs> of you at AHR. How's that? Yes. <laughs> but where else, are you, where else is the organization going to be this year? With people oh my gosh. We have, we have tons of different things. So we, like I said before, we have been blessed with some amazing sponsors and partners. And so because of that, we have been invited to so many different events this year. And I think people are coming off of COVID and coming off of 2021 and finally just kind of stretching their legs and getting into more of the event season. So we have a huge dance card this year. Uh, starting off, we have, and I'm trying to get these up so I can get these in order because I have them in my mind. I, I'm trying to get the dates up there. Um, so I know we have HVAC Excellence, the Educators Conference in Vegas. Or in Vegas. Um, I know we have ACA, which is in St. Louis this year. I know we have NCI, which is in Phoenix. We also have um, the REAM Pro Partners Conference in Vegas that we will be attending with our, 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 our diamond sponsors, REAM and Root. And then we also have uh, the Goodman Sales Conference in Tallis, Texas. I believe that one's coming up too. So we have a whole bunch of spring events coming up. Um, the roundtable event in Palm Desert. 
I know that our like we're going obviously this is airing before AHR, but at AHR in our meeting, we're going to be discussing logistics and plans for all these different events coming up. And we'll have kind of a presence at all of them and we'll decide which board members or which member members are going to be running our, our presence at each show. So um, it's kind of one of those things that we just kind of figure out what we can actually attend capacity wise, but we have been overwhelmed with the sheer amount of partnerships out there to get us in exposed in more different or more shows. It's been really nice. Yep. And our event, the Women in HVACR annual meeting will be in October in Phoenix, correct? Yes. And we will decide on a date at AHR. So by the time this podcast airs, we will have a date. Hopefully, <laughs> It'll be cool. So give the website one more time. It's women in HVACR. Don't forget the R.org. And anything that you want to find out, whether that's about more about our scholarship program, more about our mentorship program, or shameless plug, if you want to become an ambassador, we are constantly looking for WHVACR ambassadors. If you are passionate about women in the industry or just about people in the trades in general, uh, Women HVACR Ambassador Program is the best program to get you equipped with all of the speaking points, PowerPoint presentation, handouts, um, anything that you would need to present to a group. It's our grassroots movement to kind of get people empowered and equipped to be able to do those presentations at junior highs and high schools, trade schools, job fairs, uh, Girl Scout troops, whatever you can plug yourself into. We want to come alongside you and make sure that you have everything you need. Terrific. Colleen, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Ruth. All right. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.